The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 non-stop destination for A's baseball. Swung on, launched to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will punch it down. A miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth cap by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back. High drama for the A's in the bottom of the 10th inning. The A's had spotted the Mariners the run that Seattle scored to break up a scoreless game in the top of the 10th. And then the A's down to their final out. And without a hit with runners in scoring position, they had gone 0 for 9 before Canna's double, before Laureano's double tied the game. And then Canna goes to right center with a walk-off blast. The A's now 6-0 in extra frames this year. 35 and 22 on the season, 21 and 8 at home. And with the uh, win, the A's are now sitting with the number two seed in the American League. And who would have thought this a week ago? The White Sox have fallen down to the seventh spot. So it'd be the A's and the White Sox if the season ended today. We'll find out definitively when uh, play finishes up on Sunday. Last game of the regular season coming up uh, just after noon. And as has been the case the last two or three years with baseball playing every game the last day of the season at the same time, we'll find out exactly at that point who the A's will play. We do know, of course, that the A's will host uh, the wild card series right here beginning on Tuesday. What a season for Chris Bassett. He uh, had a no decision, of course, tonight, but he went seven, five hits and no runs. He lowers his ERA to 2.29, and in his starts in September, he has worked 26 and two-thirds innings. He has given up just one earned run. So a nice win for the A's, and uh, now just three games left during the truncated 2020 campaign, beginning with the doubleheader tomorrow. Reminder, this is the A's Clubhouse Show, brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. That's coming up right after this. Fall is a season that's a little in the middle. It's sort of the best of two seasons. It's no longer a sweaty summer, but the winter chill is still around the corner. And that's the perfect time to feed and seed your lawn with Scott's Turf Builder. Even better than spring, because the soil is still warm, but the air is getting cool. So your lawn gets the most nutrients in the best combination of temperatures. Feed and seed now with Scott's Turf Builder. And build the best lawn for every season. Scott's, it's good out here. Want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia? The Oakland A's Community Fund will host online auctions throughout the season. You can bid on great and unique A's items like baseballs, bats, and more. With proceeds benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Visit athletics.com community for information on the A's online auctions. That's athletics.com community. Chris Townsend with you here. You there, Ken? Tell Joe. Chris Townsend here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers as the Athletics walk it off with a walk-off jack by Mark Canna, their sixth walk-off of the year, which is the most in all of Major League Baseball. I hear you. I know we're going to talk about it tonight at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Ken, are you there at the Coliseum? I am here. I am live and direct, as they used to say. Well, that was an interesting ball game. 
It was, and the A's had scuffled offensively. But uh, one thing that's interesting, too, with Darren Bush, the A's hitting coach, was on the Zoom call with the media today. And he was asked about Canna, Chris, because Mark's average had fallen down to 228, and Bush said, you know, I think he's swinging the bat really well. I don't think he's scuffling. So sometimes a hitting coach uh, has a better feel for some of that stuff, and he felt the numbers actually belied the way he's been looking at the plate. And you look at what Canna did tonight, Chris, with a double, two walks, and a home run. I guess he's swinging the bat pretty well. Yeah, and you know, if there was a time to get right, I mean, this is it. I mean, you, you only got three games left, and, you know, there have been teams that have gone into the playoffs not playing so well and end up winning the World Series, so nobody should panic, but, you know, we would like to start start seeing, you know, hitting with runners in scoring position, which they didn't do again tonight, but they needed it in one inning, and they got it done. They did, and there were a lot of other things, too, with uh, Liam Hendricks pitching the ninth inning and striking out the side. Bassett just was uh, exceptional again. Looks like he's yeah. going to pitch the second game of the playoff series. The A's haven't announced anything, but that's the way it, it certainly sets up. I mean, that's his fifth day, Chris. So, uh, it, and, you know, yeah, obviously the offense is an issue, uh, and Bo Mel be the first one to mention that. But he also said, you know, Sometimes you clinch, and now you're waiting for the postseason to start, and it's not like you're not trying hard, Chris, but you lose a little bit of your edge. And his hope is that the off just the fact, the mere fact, the A's will be in the postseason beginning on Tuesday, uh, that that might jumpstart the uh, Athletics offense as well. Would you be shocked that David Forrest on the David Forrest show today would not tell us how the pitching is going to line up? No, and they're not going to do it because I think they're at least holding out. Uh, to find out who they're going to play. And they have three candidates to pitch the first game. You could go Lizardo, you could go Fires, you could go Manaya, And Bo Mel wouldn't answer. The, and I don't blame them for not, uh, you know, making the call right now. I think they have a pretty good idea. But when we asked Melvin, we mentioned this on the broadcast today, if he was going to kind of uh, pull the reins in on Bassett and limit the number of pitches or the innings to, you know, have this be a... a the opportunity for him to start, uh, start on short rest in the postseason. He said, no, he's the one guy that we have on turn for yeah. the postseason. Now, he didn't say he was going to start, but you can just put two and two together and say it would be surprising if Chris didn't pitch the second game. Yeah, I, and we talked about it last night on the Clubhouse show, how I, I want some normal, and that to me is normal. Allow him to go out. This isn't, this isn't Chris Bassett has grinded out 32 starts. He's peaking right now. You want him to go out and throw six, seven innings because in five days he's going to be ready to do it again. And I understand the strategy. The strategy is if you win game one, then you got Bassett to close it out in game two. If you lose game one, he keeps you alive in game two. He's been one of the best pitchers in the league. I mean, you can't deny him the opportunity. He entered today with the third-best ERA in the American League, and he lowered it from 2.57 down to 2.29. So, yeah, I mean, he's gonna, he'll start one of the games. And, by the way, you said it, and as soon as you said it, I kind of cringed a little bit because I, I, I've gotten used to talking about Houston and Cleveland. White Sox are a whole different ballgame. This is a young, super-athletic team that's really scary. And they have Lucas Giolito and Dallas Keuchel to yep. pitch their first two games, too, Chris, right? 
Well, we've we've mentioned it. I don't know that there is a team that you could say is an automatic win or an automatic loss in the wild card series. I mean, you, I think everybody that's in there will have a chance to win, to win a series. And, yeah, they've got a really good club. I mean, they have a dynamic offense. Eloy Jimenez has been bothered a little bit. I think it's a foot injury, but he should be okay to play on Tuesday. But, yeah, they're really good, and they'll be fearless coming out here if it's the White Sox. Yeah, it's only two out of three. I mean, that's it. So if you want to talk about Toronto as an eight seed and Toronto getting in and Toronto taking on Tampa Bay, I could easily see Toronto going down to the trop with no fans, and I don't even know how many fans they'd have in there anyway, but I could see them going down there easily and winning. And Rio pitching a great game perhaps in the first game. Yeah. That's going to yep. be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Let's, uh, let's play the game winner one more time as Mark Canna sends us home. And the pitch. Fastball, fly ball, right center field. Bishop is on the run, still going toward the wall, at the wall, and it's gone! Marquetta walks off the Mariners in opposite field. Two-run homer through the marine layer, and the A's remain kings of the extra innings. They win in 10, they score three, and they shock the Mariners and win 3-1. Canna's fifth home run of the year as it just kept on carrying and Bishop couldn't believe as he watched it disappear over the wall in right center field. A's win it three to one. By the way, Ken, uh, I want to take back that thing I said about potentially Seattle looking for tee times. Uh, I think they're going to play hard in this series. They have all year, and one thing, they have good starting pitching. Their bullpen is shaky. Their bullpen ERA is last in the league, but uh, they have the kind of starters that can keep you in, in a game. The other thing is they generally play really good defense. Uh, they're tops in the big leagues in fielding percentage since the 15th of August, Chris. So and the A's are going to see good pitchers the rest of the way, which I think you want that. Right? I mean, if this is going to be the last tune-up, you don't want to you know, see a bunch of guys whose ERAs are 8 or 9 or something. So I think it's going to be a good series the rest of the way. Good call by Mr. Catronio, who coined the phrase walk-off capital eight years ago, and now the A's are the kings of extra innings. <laughs> so, I can't believe that was eight years they, ago. <laughs> and they've done a great job in the close games, and that's, that should bode well. I had the note here, in the one-run and two-run decisions, the A's are 18-10. Uh, and 10. So that's one reason they are where they are, and, and 21 and 8 at home. And that's pretty big, too. And that's what's so great about having that home field advantage and the fact that the A's are going to play this two out of three at home. They have been fabulous at home. Extra innings, late games, and that's a good mark, Ken, because those are the type of games, whether it's 0 0 in the ninth or it's 3-2 to two or 5-4, to four, you're going to play close games in the postseason because now you're facing the very best pitching. you got teams that are hot. So uh, the fact that the A's know how to win late is a good trait for them yeah. heading into the postseason. And that's the thing, too, about this postseason, and that is that even if – and we don't know where the White Sox are going to finish. They're seventh now. But you're looking at a seventh seed that can throw two of the best guys around in the first two games. So that's the challenge that all these clubs are going to face going into, these, into the best two out of three. 
All righty, get ready for a little double dip tomorrow, Ernie Banks. All right, pal, can't wait. Have a good night. Have a safe drive home. Okay. The great Ken Korak, now the voice of fall, joins us after every single game. And I'm starting to understand it. All right. I think Chris Bassett's your best pitcher. I know some people still want to say it's Jesus Lazardo, but uh, Chris Bassett, 0.72 ERA with 31 strikeouts in six starts at the Coliseum. He's got an active scoreless streak of 24 and a third innings right now. I mean, just stop it with anybody is better than Chris Bassett in this rotation right now. I understand that there's people in the media. I understand there's people in the in the fan base. You're addicted to velo. I get it. The game is now addicted to velocity. Now, what do we hear? Velocity plays in the postseason. Well, Chris Bassett does not throw 98. He is your best pitcher. It's it's right there. The numbers are right there for you. He doesn't have a four ERA. That's not who he is. Chris Bassett is going out there, as I've said many times, there's there's two different types of pitchers. There's guys that go out to survive, and there's guys that go out to win. Chris Bassett is now a guy that goes out to win and expects to win. He's got a 2.29 ERA on the season. So if anybody out there doesn't think Chris Bassett is your best pitcher, you haven't been watching. I don't know what numbers you need for me to persuade to persuade you that Chris Bassett is the best pitcher on the Oakland A's. If you're listening to Vince, what one hit off his curveball this year? That big slow rolling curveball that's like 68 miles an hour. Then he'll come in with that fastball at 93. Well, it may not be 98, but it sure looks 98 after he throws you that hook. I'm so excited for him. You know, and I'll tell a story next about Chris Bassett. And, you know, it, 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 it's not always easy, and it hasn't been easy for him, and that's why I'm so happy for the year he's having. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 883-625-2278. Your phone calls, Bassett Story, Bob Melvin, and I'm not sure who Vince Catronio will have after the game. Robert, do you know? We don't know. Vince will have somebody. That's all coming your way right here on the Ace Clubhouse Show. And it's brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. 
If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. This is A's Clubhouse. It is the A's Clubhouse show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I remember at spring training talking to Chris Bassett and talking about how, you know, when finally he felt right again like there was a period after you know he battled through like a lot of these guys were finding out is they start throwing again after Tommy John surgery and it doesn't feel good it just doesn't and you start throwing and you're uncomfortable and you know there's scar tissue and you start getting worried that there's pain, and have I re-injured myself? And it's such a mental grind to go through it. And he has now helped so many different people. When we talked to our buddy Kendall Graveman about it, how how Chris Bassett helped Kendall Graveman get over it. And there just comes a time when you're throwing the baseball when you start to realize and you trust, I'm okay. My arm's okay. I'm healthy. I can throw the baseball again like I could before I got hurt. And you have that trust. And he's worked through that. He's one hell of a teammate. He's a guy that last year said, Bob, I get it. You need me to go to the bullpen. After I've won you 10 games, I'll go to the bullpen. You know, I remember being in Japan. And he was able to be sent down. Because it was like a four-year deal because he missed a year. Uh, so he didn't have to, you know, he didn't have to clear waivers. They could just send him back down. It was a four-year option because he missed a year because of the Tommy John. And he was pissed. And I remember going, you're, you're going to be back and you're going to help this team. And boy, has he ever. Chris Bassett, as everybody was so enamored with A.J. Puck and so enamored with Jesus Lazardo, no one even down at spring training, it was like, hey, you know you got this guy that's pretty good and won 10 games last year, right? And he's starting to peak in his career because he's not a young guy. 
But no, all we want to talk about are the young guys because with the A's and our fan base, we're just so enamored with young people. We love the young players. I mean, no one, no, I mean, down spring training, I kept saying, hey, we got six starters. You got to realize Bassett has to be on this team. And, and, I, you know, I kept saying it. I'm not sure about the young guys. I'm not sure what they're going to be able to give you because they've never been able to stay healthy. And sure as can be, what happens? Puck goes down. And, you know, it's great that Lazardo has stayed healthy, but Puck went down. We can't try, you know, until you, until you can prove you can stay in the big leagues and, and pitch every five days, the best ability is availability. And if you're not available, that's a problem. And no one was really talking Bassett's spring training. Now look, he is your best pitcher. It's not it's not even a not even a question. And he said on Ace Cast Live on my talk show, if you miss it, go to athletics.com slash AceCast. We're on from three to five thirty before every game. We're gonna be on before every playoff game. We're gonna have a playoff special show on Monday from three to five. Bob Melvin's going to be there. We're going to have a ton of players. But Bassett was on this week. And I, and I said, hey, don't you think you've deserved a shot at starting in this series? And he goes, I don't care. He goes, I just want, I just want to win. If Bob wants me to come out of the bullpen, I'll come out of the bullpen. I'm like, you're not coming out of the bullpen. But he said, I don't care. He goes, I'd rather win. I could start and we lose and I won't feel good about it. I want to win, so I'll do it. I went, that's what you need. You need 28 guys who say, Skip, I don't care how you use me. I just want to win. Tell me what you need. That's what you need in the postseason. And Bassett's that guy. But, Chris, you're not coming out of the bullpen. You're starting game two. That became very obvious when he's out there in the fifth, he's out there in the sixth, he's out there in the seventh. It's now who's going to start game one. Because Manaya pitched on Wednesday. I mean, if you're saving him for game three, you know what kind of layoff that is? That's a long layoff for a starting pitcher. You do not want that. Now, Jesus threw three innings yesterday, and that would put him on track to be game one starter. Boy, that's a lot of trust in a young fella with a, not a big resume. Starting him game one of the postseason. That's uh, that's a roll of the dice right there. Because normally for me, I'd like to see the young man sit there for a game and see the playoffs, and you know, because your heart rate's going to be going so fast. And in the postseason, if you can't slow it down, it'll speed up on you so fast it gets out of control quick. And that's why managers have such quick hooks in the postseason. Let's go to Greg. Lead us off tonight here from San Luis Obispo. Greg, are you there? I'm here. What's cracking, Tony? Uh, a great win. <laughs> I'll, I'll take him any shape, form, score. I don't care. Just get me a win. I mean, we've had so many wins like this, you know, in this crazy season. And 
you know, what a way to kick off a weekend, man. Mark Canna steps up and, you know, Ramon choking up. I love that. Choke up, Ramon. You know, you don't, like you say, you don't got to grip it and rip it, just choke and poke. And, uh, you know, big hit to tie it up. And, I mean, just, just and like I said, an awesome way to kick off the weekend. A um, couple things, Tony. want to get your take. Obviously, uh, you know, I couldn't agree more with you when it comes to Bassett. And I got to eat a little bit of crow because, you know, I was, uh, you know, if you don't remember, Tony, I was the first call of the season this uh, crazy year. But I remember we talked pitching early on. And, uh, you know, I was a little skeptical of Bassett, you know, not doubting what he did. I think you make a great point about 10 wins last season. That's a, that's a strong number. Um, but I just wasn't sure if he was going to be a kind of a front of the rotation guy. Um, but man, is he, he proved me wrong. I mean, he is the number one guy. Um, I mean, tonight, ju- just, just dealing, you know, seven innings, you know, earned, I mean, that's, that scoreless inning streak. What did you say? 23, 24 innings. That's awesome. I mean, that is just that's number one starter type stuff. So that leads me to my next point, Townie. And I really want to get your take on this because I think game one is such a big deal. You know, it sounds like, you know, I think it's a bigger deal than maybe you do. You lose game one, all of a sudden game two becomes an elimination game. You know, you got to, you got to win game two. I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. And when you're struggling and you're not hitting and you're especially not hitting with guys in scoring position, you know, then the, the pressure becomes real tight if you're in an elimination game. So I think game one is, it's, it's critical when it comes to such a short series and you got to go with your best arm game one. And you know, it is what it is. I'm obviously sitting here on my couch. I'm not Bob Melvin, but I want my best guy going game one. I want to make a statement. I want to get off to a good start. You know, the A's get game one, all of a sudden it, they become a little bit looser. They're not as tight going into game two with a, with a winner in their belt. You lose tonight. All right. You come back game three and give it all you got. But if you lose game one, all of a sudden, you know, you're hitting, what, 220 as a team, you become a little bit tighter when that elimination game is there. So I want to kind of want to get your take and your opinion on that because, you know, I want to see Bassett game one. I hear you. I, I mean, I, I, I've said it all along. I think he should start game one. Um, uh, no, I, I agree with you on how important game one is. Why? Because you just have to look at the odds. The odds are you win game one, you're going to win the series. It's a lot easier to win game one, and then you got two games to play with, versus lose game one, and now you're you know you're backpedaling, and you got two games that are must wins. So I, I I am with you. Game one, you win it, and then you've got a chance to you you, you know your odds greatly increase that you're going to win the series. I just think everybody isn't. If I think it's. I, it's either going to be Minaya or Lazardo, and right now I would probably bet that it's probably Lazardo. I wish they would uh, let us know. I mean, they don't have to, but so since we don't know, we're just going to beat this into the ground. I would, I, I would, I would bet they're going to put Jesus Lazardo out there, and they would tell you he's got the best stuff. Okay, I mean, I don't. Oh man. I mean, I mean, did, you, did you watch the game lately? last night? I mean, there are times when he's very hittable. Like, they, the Dodger hitters had no problem. Now, I can see someone say, well, he was coming out of the bullpen. Hey, came out of the bullpen, and he looked great coming out of the bullpen in the uh, wild card game last year. I just – I mean, there, that's a mentality right there. I, th- that, was a, that was a big boy series. And everybody, everybody kind of admitted it. 
A's players after the game. We had Blake Trinan on A's Cast Live. These were two teams sizing each other up, and, you know, Lazardo kind of got hit around a little bit. So it's not it's not like he has the ERA under three. He's got an ERA over four, so it's not like he's unhittable. You know, I don't like that whole idea of who's got the better stuff. You know, I'm all about the numbers, kind of what you pointed out. I mean, I was going to say, what's Lazardo done lately to give us any confidence? I mean, not only is he proved hittable, Lazardo's gave up a lot of home runs in a short season, and that's scary. You know, all of a sudden you get two guys on, boom, three-run homer. You don't want to be down three runs in a playoff game, you know, especially a game one. So I'm kind of looking at that as like, I mean, I know Manaya's been hot, you know, kind of coming back with a break when the A's had the week off because of the, uh, you know, of the, of the minor outbreak. Um, Manaya came back gunning, you know, his, his velocity was up, so he's been hot, but then you kind of go back to, well, what happened last year in the playoffs? I mean, you know, Manaya got touched up a little bit. So I'm with you. You got to go with the guy who's, who's proved it all season long. I mean, by far and away, the, the most consistent guy, the numbers bear it out. You know, I'm more interested in, in wondering if, if fires is going to be in that rotation. I know we've talked about that a little bit. And like you said, we're all just kind of beating into the ground right now. <laughs> yeah, but, I would bet no on that, but who knows? God, I mean, you don't want to question your guys, but I mean, you know, Bassett game one, I think that's a no-brainer, and I think fires in the rotation. Th- that's a no-brainer. You know, I don't throw the stuff out the window. The A's win when Mike takes the hill. I mean, that's just that's just and it's in the the proof's in the pudding. So I don't know, Townie. Like you said, I'm I'm sitting here on the couch. I ain't no Bob Melvin, far from it, but I want to see the best guy on the hill, you know, and that's Chris Bassett. And, you know, it's a tough it's a tough call for Melvin. There's no doubt about it. You know, whatever he does, I'm rolling with it. You know, I, all these teams are beatable. All the series are winnable. So, you know, the White Sox, though, with, you know, that's how that's kind of crept in. I want to get your take on that, Townie, and I'll get off the phone. The White Sox seems the scariest of the bunch. Of the three that we I, can play, I, whether it be. If the White ooh. Sox, yes. I, I thank you for the phone call. I agree. White Sox are scary. And what he just said, everybody's beatable, including the A's. Every one of these teams has warts. Let's go to Roger in Berkeley. Roger, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Go ahead, Roger. Oh, hey, how's it, Johnny? Um, Yeah, talking about the White Sox, they just lost six straight. So they're kind of going cold. I, I know, but <laughs> they have the ability to turn it around, and, and they can hit. So, I, I, you know, people, well, I mean, you want to talk about us? I mean, look at the A's. It's not like we've been red hot lately, you know? So, I mean, to say that about them, I get it. But, I mean, look at the A's. I mean, we came into this game. We lost three of our last four, five of six. We lost five of six. So it's not like this. We're a real red hot bunch, and ever since the A's came back after the COVID positive test, the A's are just twelve and ten since September fourth. So, you know, but they're really good at home. So that that's something that makes me feel better. And Mike Fires is really good at home. So that's like a, you know, you got to consider those things. He doesn't lose, and he doesn't lose at home. So, I mean, I know it doesn't play. He's a fly ball pitch pitcher. Um, we want the ground ball, all those things. Chris Bassett does the ground ball. But it's like, I, I, it's a debate to have. Is, Lizardo has good stuff. What do you, maybe you throw him out there for a few innings 
you know, he doesn't have the long leash. So uh, give him a few innings if he's got, if he's maxing out. But like you said, what game one for a rookie guy like that, I wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't you give that to Fires or Manaya or like Bassett guys that earned it, you know, guys that have been there, guys that have service time, you know, so all those things to consider. It, it'll be a lot of fun. We, you know, we were looking at these matchups. Everybody knew that Dodger series was going to be tough. Like, you know, uh, to consider the last uh, few games or our recent record, we we've had we've run into some tough teams. We had an easy record for a, for a bit, so it's all catching that nice wave for the for the playoffs, and hopefully, we'll be we'll be there. The Central is really interesting. Like you said, they got they got a three team race there, and all those teams are decent teams. You know, you look at Giolito and Keiko; they're having huge years. And so Bassett is our, our top ERA guy, and they got two of the top ERA guys. Then you got Savali and um, Shane Bieber over in Cleveland. So we've been looking at this the whole year, the matchups. So it's it'll be tough. I, I, Houston, honestly, only has Granky, and they got like Framber Valdez and those guys. But Houston's kind of limping into the playoffs. Yeah, McCullers, Yeah, please sack too. Carrasco with Cleo. I mean, everybody, you know, the, the, the one team that's the wounded duck, if you're going to mention anybody, really is Houston. And that that was the thing about, I've been asking people, what would you rather face? Would you rather face a team that you've already beaten, you've already handled? I mean, last time you saw them, you took four out of five from them at the Coliseum. Or do you want to play a team that you haven't seen? I, I kind of think uh, I rather whether you're talking Cleveland or the White Sox or whoever. I, I I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, I, I I think I'd rather see Houston. Yeah, because you made a good point the other day. Um, we don't care about those other teams. When you we see Houston, our blood boils. We got oh. our guy Ramon Laureano, our calmest guy on our team, ready to charge you in your in your dugout. So. Like we we're hot for those guys, and we're, but the, you know they got the scouting reports on us too. They know our parks, they know our pitchers. So it's a good. It's like we know you guys, and you know us. It's like those uh, NFC West or like football division matchups when you play them all the time, and you know everything about them. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Appreciate the phone call, Roger. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like being in the N- N- NFC East. Every single time, like, the Cowboys come to New York or the Redskins go to Dallas or the Giants and the Eagles, they hate each other. Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, they hate each other. But that's old school rivalries, good football. This rivalry is not about Oakland and Houston. This rivalry is, is these guys are a bunch of cheaters. And they potentially cheated the A's out of two division titles. Yeah, I'll say it. They did it more than one year. And they found new ways to do it and new ways to improve it. You cannot tell me that someone won a World Series cheating and then the next year go, ah, we're not going to do it anymore. That's not how it works. You don't rob one bank. If you get away with it, you do it again. If you get away with it, you do it again. And they kept getting away with it. And then they got off. And then now they're not cheating and their numbers stink. So the rivalry between Houston and Oakland, it's not about, you know, old school relationships. It's about their cheaters. And by the way, 
The more you talk to everybody in baseball, everybody hates these guys. All right, let's go to Danny G. Danny G in Oakland. Welcome to the Clubhouse Show. Go ahead, Danny. Chris. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, how we doing, Chris? We're doing G from Oakland. The G is for guacamole. <laughs> I like That's it. right. You'll never forget me now. No, I, no, I, I definitely will never forget you now, yes. <laughs> I learned that a long time ago. No, I was watching the game down on Line 51, which is going to be a future A's telecast someday because it's right down there near the port, right near, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, the place where we're going to be building the A's stadium. Jack London. Let's go. Howard Terminal. Howard Terminal, right? Yeah. So I was over there watching the game. Beautiful performance. I mean, like you said, hey, Chris Bassett, he's the guy. He's so calm, cool, collected. I mean, he's 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 our guy, right? He's our guy. And, you know, I mean, sure, I, I can appreciate Lizardo, but you know what? It's not his time yet. He's got to earn his stripes. You go, you go, Chris Bassett. You go, you go, um, uh, um, you go, uh, you go, Mike Fires, and then you go, you go, Sean Maniah. That's how you, that's how you take that, that, that three game series. And why do we have to play in a three game wild card series? Why we clinch the West? It's so frustrating. It's the opposite of what it should be. Normally, it should be, it should be a three game series for the wild card always. In a COVID year, it's a one game. And we don't have to play in it. That's what I think. I mean, it's just driving me crazy. I just, I, I, I can't figure this stuff out. It's also driving me crazy not being able to be at the game. You know, I'm only a season ticket holder for, for eight years, but hey, 2013, that's when I, that's when I locked in for a 2014 season because I wanted to be in those playoff games. And, and there's nothing that I miss more than A's baseball out at the Coliseum this year. And it's just been, oh my God, it's been a, it's been a mind, you know what? And it's just it's crazy. And then you hear the you hear the you hear the noise and the, the fans and all that stuff and it's just it's just <laughs> it's it's trickery over the mind. And you know, I just I, I love my A's and unfortunately we have to play this three game series for what I don't know. We won the West. Come on. We we should at least get a five game guaranteed series out of this. Yeah, I know. Uh, but unfortunately, uh Danny Guacamole it, it is what it is. Appreciate the phone call and uh, make sure you call back. I will. Thanks, Tony. Take care. All right. Don't forget Monday, a special playoff show from three to five on A's cast live. So if you're listening to us on a radio station right now and the station's going to leave us, which I have no idea why uh, you can listen to us right now on athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics dot com slash ace cast on your phone on your tablet on your computer uh listen on your phone do bluetooth through the car we'll be back monday for ace cast live three to five but coming up next we'll continue to uh take your phone calls we'll hear from bob melvin good night it's a good night a lot better than last night a lot better than the dodger series but as ken korak said you want to face some tough competition you know when a boxer gets in the ring and he's and he's doing his warm-ups and he's letting the guy hit him and hit him in his ribs, tough him up a little bit before you get into your prize fight? That's yeah, that's, that's that's what you need. That was that was that was a good tune-up. A good tune-up against the Dodgers. And it's good. The Mariners are gonna play hard. That's good for the A's. 
It's good for them to be undefeated. It's good for them to win close games because that's, I mean, undefeated in extra innings. That's what you're going to need to do in the postseason. Most, if you're going to win the World Series, you've got to win 13 games. And I'm going to say the majority of them are not going to be cakewalks. And by the way, the Houston Astros have just clinched a playoff berth. So the American League A is set. The Astros are in. The number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Bip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. in the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. You're listening to A's Cast. It is the Ace Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. The phone number is 833-625-2278. We'll get to the phone calls in just a second. Here is Vince Catronio with Mark Hanna, the hero of tonight's win. Well, another walk-off for the A's. Their 10th last at-bat win. They're 6-0 in extra innings. Their 6th walk-off. And Mark Hanna, the big reason why, with the home run of the 10th inning. Mark, what, what is it about uh, this ball club in this ballpark and having the confidence all the way to that final out, and you had a chance to to contribute in a big way at the end. Yeah, I mean, we just we just have a lot of confidence late in the game. We've we've done it so much in the last couple of years, and with the just great at bats at the end of the game, and and we know that more often than not, the game is going to go our way if we just stay in it and and do what we do. Um, we're, we're confident in, in how we approach the end of the game. Ramon picked up the club by uh, tying the game with the double. He's been uh, kind of getting hot at the right time. And then you step up on a night where it seemed like the breeze picked up, the temperature dropped, maybe the marine layer as well. Take me through uh, the swing. It seemed like you hit it well. Did you think it was going to carry as far as it did tonight? Um, yeah, I mean, off the bat, it felt really good off the bat. Um I was just worried that I hit it a little too high. Um, I was kind of worried that it was going to hang up and maybe, maybe, you know, get caught in some wind or not make it. But I saw um, just relief when uh, 
right fielder kind of gave up on it. Well, the manager has said all along the season, A's baseball just enough, and it seemed like it had just enough to get out. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Uh, what about Chris Bassett tonight? Uh, just lights out like he's been. Uh, just a beacon of consistency and, and a big, big reason uh, for a lot of our success this year. And he's, he's a guy that, you know, He's just been doing it all year. You just know, you know, when he's on the mound, you're going to get a good effort and you're going to get a guy who's out there that's confident that, that has a good feel for what he's doing. And finally, Mark, you're home for this final series. Then you start at home on Tuesday. It's a place that's so comfortable for this ball club. Seems like it's the right time to, to, to kind of use this to your advantage. A lot of discussion about the offense. Did you feel like even though there weren't runs coming home, that they were good at bats, lengthy at bats, good contact leading up? To the way the A's won the game tonight, are you seeing the pendulum swinging back in the direction it needs to go? Yeah, I think so. I think um, we're, you know, sure we've been a little slow. We ran into a Dodgers team that's whose pitching staff is absolutely loaded, and you know, there's wave. It's waves in baseball. You go through tough times and you have better times, and it's just kind of the way it goes. And we're we're not panicking at all, and we're confident. We expect to win every day, and and every guy goes up there and, and expects to drive the ball in the gap each and every at bat. And that's, that's how we play. And that's, um, you know, it's bound to, to go our way sooner or later. Well, well done again. It's a script that's worked many times this year. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate the visit. All right. Thanks, Vince. Another walk-off. It never gets old. I mean, when he hit it, I thought it was going to be a double off the wall, game over. But uh, a walk-off jack, maybe, just maybe, you start getting this, uh, everybody's starting to swing it, and you do it all together, and then you start the postseason, and all your bad batting averages are gone. Now it's zero. And everybody starts to get hot at the same time. You can get cold at the same time, you can get hot at the same time. Let's go to Aaron in New Jersey. Aaron, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Townie. What's happening? What's up? So I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the A's pitching. So I know we focused a lot about, we focused a lot on Lizardo, um, obviously Bassett, Fires, but I want to talk about uh, Mike Miner, one of the starters for tomorrow. So um, as we know, obviously this postseason is looking a lot different. But if the A's are able to make it past the wild card game, I know they don't have the days off that they usually do for the uh, ALDS and ALCS if they're able to make it that far. So uh, Miner, obviously not having a great season, has a negative war, uh, pitched once one great game for uh, the A's this season. But could you possibly see uh, Mike Miner uh, starting a postseason game if the A's are able to make a deep run into the playoffs since they don't have the days off in the playoffs like they usually do? No. Okay. Unless someone got hurt. I uh, yeah. I don't I don't. I, I I mean you're five. I mean you're going to have you're going to have Bassett, you're going to have Lazardo, you're going to have Manaya. Uh you're going to have you know Frankie's going to get a start. Um so Mike Fires that 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 would be your five. Now if someone went down, uh I don't know if they're going to do an opener or minor, but yeah, he I I I don't think he's one of your five. 
Okay, yeah. No, I, I would I would say so too. He does have one postseason game under his belt. I think back in 2013 against the Dodgers. But yeah, no, I, I have to agree with you there. Um, not having a great season. Yeah, hey, but, I mean, yeah, but I, it's I the postseason, man. Hey, let me just tell you, Aaron, it's a postseason. Anything can happen. Yeah, no, exactly. Who knows? Something could pop up. We might see him on the mound. We'll see. What else you got? Yep, thanks for having me. Uh, All right. Thanks, Aaron. Be good, New Jersey. Stay warm. Stay safe. Let's go to Matthew in San Jose. Matthew, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hi, Uncle Tony. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, where are you in San Jose? Uh, I'm in the kind of South Bay by Santa Teresa High School. All right. I'm over in Willow Glen. Oh, nice, nice. For sure, for sure. Um, I just wanted to start off by saying how uh, proud I was of the team. You know, obviously, with a 60-game season, um, you know, everything is kind of uncertain. And for them to, you know, win the division and, and make the postseason for a third year in a row is awesome. Uh, I've been a fan since 2012. I really die hard. Uh, I was at game 162, you know, so just, just seeing how far they've come is kind of astonishing. Um, with that being said, you know, now that I'm almost 20 years old, uh, I I really just want to see the A's win a playoff series in my life, and I know it's kind of like low. Um, I'm setting the bar kind of low, but I feel like ever since 2014, when the A's make the postseason in September, the offense kind of slows down. Uh, I'm not sure why this continues to happen, but it's definitely scary because you know you want to be red hot going into the postseason. So as an A's fan. Do you think that is a legitimate concern, or do you think I'm just overreacting? Oh, no. Hey, hey, the way they've been swinging the bats, no, that's a legitimate concern. There's no doubt. Yeah, and you, you, but you don't have to be hot to, 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 to win the tournament. You know, some teams, mm-hmm. some teams like the Yankees in 2009, some teams, you know, there's teams that backed into the playoffs and, you know, and you end up being yeah, I mean, a great team. Yeah, I don't want to come off as like a negative Nancy because you know I I I'll always love the A's. You know, even if they lose in the first round, you know that's still not going to make me be like, oh, I'm gonna switch teams. Uh, but it's just something that is very concerning. But you know, obviously things can turn around, and I'm just hoping that tonight, you know, for them coming down and coming back to win the game, I hope this somehow sparks an offensive like or something so the whole team can just pick it up. Because, you know, I, the game against the Dodgers, I think Mike Fires did a really good job. You know, two runs against one of the best teams in the league is, you know, something that I think any team would want. But, you know, I think they struck out 16 times or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, no, that's just unacceptable, especially for a team who just won the division. I understand, though, you know, even though the season's not 162 games, you know, every game can take a toll on you, but – I just think that uh, right now, you know, d- don't take your foot off the gas, essentially. No, and I don't think they are. You know what? I'm not sure. It may not be the 9 Yankees. There was a team not too long ago that really ended their season not well. And they, they, they lost a bunch of games at the end, and but went in the World Series, and next thing you know, they won the World Series. So... Or they win the playoffs yeah, I mean, and they won the World Series. I don't. I can't. It may not be the '09 Yankees, but it's somebody not that. I mean, after 2000, who 
didn't yeah. start the end of the season on a losing note, but then end up winning. I'll figure out who it is. But so that's the thing. It's and, like once you get in the postseason, everything you did during the regular season doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say is that, you know, once you're in, it's a whole new game. It's a whole new season. So anything really can happen. But, uh, you know, obviously it's not really uh, that well to go in, you know, if the bats are struggling. But I think on the other side, you could argue, make an argument that the pitching is doing really well, especially Bassett and Fires and Manaya. I know that Manaya and, and Fires have had their, you know, bad games this season, but both of them have, you know, similar ERAs right now. Uh, I think the only thing that worries me if they do go with Manaya for game one is just kind of like, you know, last year he struggled in the wild card game, of course. And, you know, you, especially in a three-game series, you want to get off on the right foot. So I wanted Fires to start game one. You know, maybe the A's can win and then put Manaya in game two. But I don't want, you know, Fires to come off short rest. I'd rather just have a, a fully rested Manaya than Fires. Hey, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Have a good night. I want to. I just. I just looked this up. I want to give you an example of why the regular season numbers don't matter for the postseason. Have you ever heard of a guy by the name of Gene Tennis? Gene Tennis in 1972, at the age of 25, hit 225, five home runs, 32 RBIs. An OPS of 646 in 82 games. And you go, oh, yeah, wasn't he the hero against the Cincinnati Reds and hit a bunch of home runs? Uh Uh-huh. Cincinnati Reds had to be going, who is this guy? Because remember, they didn't play each other. There was no interleague play. They had to be going, who's Gene Tennis? Well, then he broke out after that, 24 home runs, 26, 29, 22. But the year he, he he took it to the big red machine, played in 82 games, 258 at-bats, and hit 225. And Vince Catronio has just texted me. I knew it was the Yankees. I just didn't know what year. 99, 1999, the Yankees ended the season on not a great note. But as we know... They won the World Series. The last team to repeat. Three-peat at that. Could have been four if it's not for Luis Gonzalez, Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, Matt Williams, and and Bob Melvin's Diamondbacks taking down the New York Yankees in one of the greatest World Series. That was truly amazing. All righty. Let's see here. Do we have Todd? No, Todd dropped. All right, coming up next, we're going to hear from Chris Bassett. And can't say enough about how he has, you know, gotten through the injury and has turned himself into a primetime player and couldn't happen to a nicer guy. He is a really good dude. And it just shows you just don't give up. And sometimes you got to battle through some horrific adversity to get where you want to get in your career. And that's a lesson for everybody out there, whatever your career is. Athletics with the walk-off win over the Seattle Mariners. Can you believe it? There's only three games left in the season. 
We're going to hear from Seabass next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California dealers, Lexus dealers. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Bip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central the number one global communication solution for business. RingCentral makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving RingCentral free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new RingCentral. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you, the same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. To reduce the risk of wildfires, PG&E may proactively turn off power when severe weather is forecast. Here are four ways to prepare before a power shutoff. Update your contact information at pge.com slash mywildfirealerts so we can reach you. Plan for medical needs like medications that need to be refrigerated or devices that require power. Pack or restock your emergency supply kit. Ensure backup power sources are safe to operate. To learn more, visit safetyactioncenter.pge.com. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? 
head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. Stretch the pitch. It's a curve and it's a swing and a miss. It's 71 miles an hour and it's a dandy of a pitch. And Evan White is uh, down on strikes. Seven Ks now for Bassett. So back-to-back Ks after the France leadoff single. One of five allowed tonight by Chris. Crazy thing about that curveball, it is so slow. You'll see it at 74. You'll see it at 68. And he swears unless he was lying to me. He swears he throws it as hard as he can. And I'm like, how is that possible? But see, that is pitching. When, I mean, think about his fastball. Throw it 92, 93. And then he throws a curveball at 71, 68. The difference in speed that the hitter has to adjust to that And that's why you look at certain people and all they have is one speed, as hard as they can throw every pitch. And some days you're going to get away with it. Some days you're not. Randy Johnson got away for it, got away with it once he harnessed his control. I'll tell you a great story. It's Friday night. I'll tell some stories. So when Jack Del Rio was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders, I did the TV show with him, and I did the weekly interview, and I would get him to tell Randy Johnson stories because he played and was the catcher at USC, Jack Del Rio, after he was the MVP of the Rose Bowl game. Uh, And Mark McGuire was on the team. And he said catching Randy Johnson in college was the scariest thing. Everybody was scared. He was scared. The batter was scared. The umpire was scared. Because Randy threw really, really hard and had absolutely zero idea where it was going. Like, he could throw it and hit before home plate. He could throw it over the umpire's head. But once Randy figured it out, he's Randy Johnson and he's in the Hall of Fame. And Randy Johnson just brought straight nastiness at you the entire game. But not everybody gets away with that. You got to disrupt the hitter's timing. And when you're going to see a guy three at bats and you start establishing a pattern and maybe he sees you got a hard you got a hard slider. Kind of almost at times like a slur, but I'm kind of talking about Jesus Lazardo. I just sit there and wait for that fastball. No one's shocked by 97 anymore. I know Everybody's addicted to radar now and velocity, but it's not a big, as big a deal as you think. Frankie Montas can get up there and throw 97 and get lit up. Jesus Cesardo, look what the Dodgers just did to him. You can throw hard, but it's got to have purpose. It's got to be in the right location. You've got to know the hitter, what's his strengths, what his weaknesses are. I mean, even for Lazardo, when I see that changeup at 89, I'm like, wow. 
I'd like it to be a lot slower. Same arm speed, same release, but not 89. You like to have a big difference in your pitches. But, you know, there's going to be times when Jesus is on, he's just going to mow everybody down. He'll learn how to pitch. But the thing is, Jesus Lizardo really hasn't pitched that much. He didn't log a lot of innings in the minor leagues. He didn't log a lot of starts. And he hasn't have a, he doesn't have a lot of time in the big leagues. It takes it takes takes time to learn your craft. And look where Bassett is. Bassett's going out there to mow down lineups. He's been so impressive. And I hope he makes it to a nice little payday for himself. Seven innings of scoreless baseball to lower his ERA to 2.29. I would go with him in game one. I, I, I understand why they may go with him in game two. Because if you lose game one, you got your best pitcher in game two, at least you think he wins and gets you to game three. I'd rather throw my best guy game one because, once again, the odds are when you win game one, you'll win one of the other games. The odds say that. But I think now he's going to go in game two. Now you're going to go with Manaya game one on super rest. And knowing that he's experienced the postseason like last year, or do you go with Lazardo? I just don't think Fires is going to get a start in this series. But who knows? I don't know. They haven't told me. I asked David today, David Force on the David Force show. He wouldn't tell me. So we'll find out at some point. And it may, you know, it may just be reality that they don't know because they don't know who they're playing. You know, is it going to be the White Sox now? Is it going to be Cleveland? Is it going to be Houston? Don't know. Here is Chris Bassett after another great outing. Hey, Chris. All right. Um, to have an outing like you did and then to win and walk off, like what does that feel like? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, obviously our hitter, hitting is kind of struggling a little bit, but, I mean, <laughs> I'll go to the war with these guys all day, any day. I mean – I don't care what the stats are. I don't care what their averages are. Um, when the game's on the line, I want all these guys instead of anybody else. I mean, I, I know how much work they put in. I know how much they care, and it's, it's it was a great win for us. Uh, Chris, what, what, what does it mean to kind of finish the regular season at home and know that you're starting the postseason at home, kind of get your surroundings, take advantage of what you know so well about this building and use it to your advantage yeah i mean it, it was more so just locking all the pitches in that i wanted to lock in um and kind of I, I felt pretty bad about my fastball uh last start and then today i felt really good so i mean i'm, I'm pretty happy about that so uh yeah i think i had all pitches kind of working tonight and that's obviously great going into the postseason are you still pretty confident in your curve yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, just a lot of it. Yeah. Although that one hit I gave up was kind of weird, but yeah, I'm I'm good. Chris, the team obviously hasn't uh, announced anything as far as playoff rotation goes, but for you, I mean, how confident right now do you feel going into you know potential playoff start or playoff batting? Yeah, I mean, uh, 
I'm not too worried about that. Bowmel and the front office are going to make a decision that's best for the team. I'm worried about honestly working out tomorrow. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not trying to be crazy about that, but I mean, I've, I think I've had the year that I've kind of had last year and this year, just because I've not worried about stuff that I cannot control. Um, and for years that was really hard for me, but I mean, this year to the extreme, I feel like I haven't one time worried about stuff that I literally cannot control and I can't control that. So I don't really give a damn about it. I don't, I don't care when I'm starting. Um, they'll make the decision what's best for the team and I'll go with that. Uh, Chris, in the uh, seventh inning, your last batter you faced, uh, it looked like you shook off Sean a couple times and then you got the ground out to Lamb. And then afterwards you were really kind of nodding your head. Uh, what was going on there? What, why were you nodding your head that way after that? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because literally the thing that I've been preaching is um, I've told Murphy, I said, listen, you override me whenever you want. Um, he's He called for he called for a sinker in. I shook it off. He, he said sinker in again. And I, I right then and there I said, all right, here we go. Because, I, I mean, like I said, his maturity and his – his pitch calling is top in the big league. So, I mean, that's what happened. I mean, I, I shook him off sinker in, he threw sinker down in again. And I said, all right, I, I know, I know for a fact, this is the best pitch to throw. And um, obviously he got the last out and yeah, that, I mean, that's on Murph. Your, your numbers this month have been ridiculous. You've given up one run, and it was in the sixth inning and a route to the home run to Gallo, 26.2 innings. And uh, I'm just wondering if, if working with Murphy has really led to this, probably, I would assume, the best month of your career. Yeah. I, I mean, I, again, I, I think his homework that he does every single game is top of the line. Um, I feel really good physically. And I think it's kind of just like a perfect storm. I mean, today I felt great. Um, and when I have all my pitches kind of working and Murphy's able to kind of toy with toy with hitters the way that he's doing, it's, it's just, like I said, it's a kind of a perfect storm. Hey, Chris, it looked like you were throwing a slider a little bit early in the game. Um, is that something you've been trying to integrate a little more this year at all? No comment. I don't want to give away any secrets. This weekend is going to be crazy in the National League. It really is. It's going to be a lot of fun. And the battle's going on right now. This is just a lot. I mean, this is, I mean, for sports, where we are in 2020, COVID-19, NBA going, NHL going, golf going, NASCAR going, baseball. It's really helped out big time. No question about it. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Bob Melvin right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers.
Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Set a reminder for A's Cast Live and don't miss out on appearances from manager Bob Melvin, GM David Forrest, and Ray Fossey. A's Cast Live airs prior to weeknight games and is always available in one click at athletics.com slash A's Cast. Join Chris Townsend for engaging look around baseball and hear from the biggest names in baseball as they give you the coverage you want and need. Get started at athletics.com slash A's Cast today. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Hey A's fans, be sure to check out the Virtual A's Community Corner presented by Kaiser Permanente to view the A's item of the game every home game day. The item of the game will feature A's swag and past giveaway items for you to add to your collection. Visit athletics.com community to buy your item of the game today. Help your community and get a great item in the process. Only at athletics.com community. That's athletics.com community. To reduce the risk of wildfires, PG&E may proactively turn off power when severe weather is forecast. Here are four ways to prepare before a power shutoff. Update your contact information at pge.com slash mywildfirealerts so we can reach you. Plan for medical needs like medications that need to be refrigerated or devices that require power. Pack or restock your emergency supply kit. Ensure backup power sources are safe to operate. To learn more, visit safetyactioncenter.pge.com.
Chris Bassett will pitch tonight. And then Mike Miner will pitch the first game. Paul Blackburn will pitch the second game. And as of right now, Frankie Montas will pitch the Sunday game. As of right now? What does that mean? He's not for sure going? Think about where Frankie is. Frankie went from being the opening day starter. Frankie went from being a guy that, oh, for sure, Frankie will be the guy who's going to start the first game to, as of now, he's starting the last game of the season. It just shows things can flip real quick in a shortened season. You know, I want to make a comment. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this quite a bit, probably a lot on, uh, on Monday when we have our 3-5 to five show, our playoff preview show, is I've heard the people talk about success by the A's, but there's a lack of playoff success. I hear you. But I think what you need to understand is you're very lucky what you have. And if you didn't have this, look around what happens now in baseball. What happens now when front offices get replaced, they now go out and find the next super smart guy who would come in here and completely dismantle the team, would go into a major rebuild, and now you'd be losing 100-plus games a year, and you'd be saying, why are we doing this? We went to the playoffs X amount of times under Billy Bean. Why aren't we? And then I would be doing the postgame show going, well, I mean, you said it wasn't good enough just to get to the playoffs. Yeah, I want to see them win in the playoffs, of course. But I also know what a lot of teams in baseball do when they make changes. They go into full-on teardown mode. And I don't know if you guys can handle that. Can you imagine being bad for six years? Playing for draft picks? You'd rip your hair out. You're not used to that. Like, the worst you're going to get is like a three-year run, not 20 years or 15 years. The Mariners haven't been to the playoffs since 2001. 2001. I still can't get over how the Pirates were under 520 straight years. That's just unbelievable. And one of the reasons why you win is because of this guy, Bob Melvin. Game. I see you talked a little bit about the uh, about uh, needing to find the intensity before the game, and it seemed like you guys found it at the right time. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you know, you're playing in front of no fans every day, and it's a challenge for everybody. Uh, on top of that, we haven't been swinging the bat too terribly well, but when we're at home and we're up last, we seem to find a way to really get good at bats late in the game and win games, so we'll take it. What did you think of Bassett's outing there for a last last start of the season? Yeah, you know what he, he 
he's been so consistent for us. You almost expect it out of him. Um, you know, didn't want him to throw, you know, seven innings was plenty tonight with what's coming up in his, you know, potentially his next start. So, you know, really good again, economical on his pitches, knows where everything's going, good feel for his breaking ball, threw some good change-ups today too, and the cutter and the sinker play to both sides of the plate. So uh, a really good game again, and similar to what we've seen out of him all year. You mentioned he's been really consistent, but what's that journey been like from the time from spring training up until now for him, just watching him? Yeah, you know, you, you come, into, come into spring training thinking he's going to have to fight for a, a rotation spot. You know, he's been really good about using, you know, being used in any role. And next thing you know, you know, we after it starts up again, he's probably the most consistent guy the entire season and continues to be. So it's been a long, hard road for him to finally get the, a consistent starting role, and he's taking advantage of it. So you know, hats off to him. He's, he's quite the competitor on top of that. Bob, is that just kind of a, an example there tonight of how important home field advantage would be in the playoffs, just having that last last up at the bat? Yeah, it's been good for us. You know, knock wood, it's been really good for us. Um, and we feel really confident in those innings. So, you know, you give us a chance late and we've shown that we can win games like that here at home. And you know, it's a little different on the road when you don't have last uh, the last at bat. Bob, did you see some encouraging swings leading up to the end? Just as I know, you didn't get the big hit early, but it seemed like there was some pretty good contact tonight. There was. We just weren't timely with it early on. You know, KD really good right center field. You know, really he swung the bat really well here recently. The only reason I hit for him is because I'm trying to get a leadoff guy on base right there and get two lefties up to start the inning. It certainly wasn't anything Chris had done wrong. So, um, yeah, we've hit some balls hard. We just didn't have much to show for it in big situations. You know, we had second and third and, and didn't come through. But, uh, again, uh, it did feel like our bats were a little better tonight across the board. Laureano started the season hot at the point that you haven't uh, lined up uh, as a second uh, for most of the first month of the season. Now he's coming through. He came through in Los Angeles. He came through a couple of times today with those doubles. Choking the bat like the other night. Is that going to be your advice to him, Claudia? Not choke the bat a little more. Choking up the bat. I don't know about choking the bat, but yes, you're right. He, you know, and it shortens them up. You don't see many guys do that these days when they're just, you know, swinging for the fences. So he's really strong and, you know, shorten up his swing is probably a prudent thing to do right now. You know, we're trying to play a hot hand as far as the lineup goes. They fluctuate a little bit, but him in the third hole today obviously came up big for us again. Yeah, you choke up, your swing gets shorter, you're faster through the zone. He's using that that axe handle. I will I, I will not forget the Bucky Dent game. So I'm watching the Bucky Dent game, and I can't remember when MLB Network, when they played it. And... Reggie Jackson in that game. Reggie was hitting like 270-something. And you're thinking Reggie Jackson, slugger, it's home run, it's strikeout. He's hitting 270. This is an extra game at the end of the year. He hit like 270-something. And he got two strikes on himself. And he choked up. And I'm like, 
Wow, has baseball changed. But we just had that hitting guru on, and that may be the next wave, is how do you still have the power, but you make more contact? Because we see a lot of power, and we see a lot of non-contact, which I talked about in the steroid era. Guys were so good. You know, we found out that steroids do a lot of things other than just make you stronger and help you recover. They also help your eyesight. There's a lot of benefits. There's a lot of bad things that happen to you, but there are some benefits. You know, there's a reason why people take them. And so you would see guys with these monster, I mean, monster home run numbers, but then also monster averages. They hit the ball consistently, and they hit it hard. That's the name of the game. So it can be done, but that may be the next revolution of hitting is just not seeing a lot of pitches, getting the ball in the air, more than just the three true outcomes. You know, seeing guys hit 280-plus with 30-plus home runs. I mean, and you just see, like, you go to baseball reference and you look at all the old great players. Like, you take the top war guys of all time. I've had to fight with my producer, Cody, about this. And I go, here, the proof's in the pudding. You go to the greatest players who have ever lived. Go to the top wars and look at their career numbers. Hank Aaron didn't hit 220. Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, Ted Williams. I mean, who, who do you want? You want to talk about the top war guys of all time? These guys didn't hit 242. They put the ball in, they put the ball in play hard. Now, the thing, you know, unless you're going to draft one of these guys, it's tough to sign one of these guys, a guy that has that kind of talent. I'm going to look up the great Ricky Henderson. I think Ricky at like two, like 280 for his career. So Ricky Henderson in his career had a 111.2 war. Pretty amazing, right? And Ricky for his career hit 279. Now that would have been higher, by the way. But Ricky played till he was 44. <laughs> I mean, these averages at the end of his career: 233, 219, 238, 227, 223, and 208. Like if you wiped all that out, and that started at 41 years old. Let's say Ricky was a normal human. And you know, I'll end up looking this up, or I'll have Cody do it. Um, if Ricky would have retired, like at 38, what would his career average have been? Maybe over 290. To go along with these ungodly numbers. But the greatest players of all time: Stan Musial, Joe DiMaggio. I mean, you talk about the greats of the greats. Those guys didn't hit 240. They hit jacks and hit for average and walked. They did it all. 
You're going to have to hit in the postseason if you're going to move on. That's the bottom line. You're not going to walk your way to 13 wins. Walks help, no doubt. And it helps you get starting pitchers out and get into teams' bullpens, and not everybody's bullpen is great. But you're going to have to get key hits. Runners in scoring position. There's a reason why they have that, and they show it in the box score. And when you're not good at it, it's a problem. How are you going to get runs in? You're going to hit just home runs? Well, good luck. Especially in this first round, you could be facing Cleveland. They got good pitching. Could be facing the White Sox. I mean, you could be getting Grinky game one with the Astros. He's no day at the beach. He's had a wonderful career. You're going to have to figure out how to produce some runs. You're going to have to make contact. Striking out 13 to 16 times a game, that's no bueno. And the good thing right now is get that good feeling. I'd like to actually see a, a, a big, some big numbers go up in the next couple days. Start seeing those big numbers on the scoreboard. Three runs, five runs an inning. Put up a couple double digits and runs scored. I keep saying this. A lineup can get hot and a lineup can get cold. This lineup's been cold. Well, now it can get hot. And it's not like you got like, it's not like the NBA where you have long layovers. You got one day, Monday, and that's going to be a workout. So get the bats rolling the next three games and then take that into the postseason. All right, that's going to do it for the A's Clubhouse Show. I believe, and I haven't even talked to Robert about this, so I'm going to guess. We are on, I think it's a 110 first pitch for game one. Is that correct? And that means A's total access will start at 1215. Wow, I'm finally getting the schedule. It took me uh, all these games to figure out our actual schedule. All right, so 12-15, I'll be back getting you ready for A's baseball. And then first pitch will be at 110. So minor in the first game, Blackburn in the second game. Let's play two. I know a lot of people don't like it. I like these seven-inning doubleheaders because it's like boom, boom, and you're done. And hopefully the A's will sweep these two games. But tonight, what a great win. As the Athletics take down the Mariners, a walk-off home run by Mark Canna, and the A's are now 35-22, and 22, dominant at home at 21-8. and eight. I want to thank everybody who called in, and have a safe night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You've been listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, and it's brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, 
the number one global communication solution for business. RingCentral makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving RingCentral free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. It will. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.